0: Posse and welcome to the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. It's Amanda Fisher. I've helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues and it's totally my jam. Here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health. That's pee, poop, sex and everything in between you have a pelvic floor. Yes, you, we all do. And it's time to start talking about these issues that arise, but more importantly, how to improve them. I am so glad you are here to join us. Now let's head into this week's episode of the empower your pelvis podcast. Hey everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the empower your pelvis podcast. I'm Amanda, host of the show. Today, we have Dr. Michaela, Dr. Meg from Empower Your Pelvis. I was going to say Kansas, but Empower Your Pelvis, all locations here. And if y'all are just now listening to this, this is Valentine's Day. Shoot, we could have done a talk on that. But the Super Bowl has just happened in Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs have won the Super Bowl and we're getting ready to have a fun parade in Kansas City here tomorrow on the Wednesday following Valentine's Day but today we really wanted to chat with something that has become a trending topic which was the halftime performance show with Rihanna anybody want to talk about i guess something we noticed or something that was trending after the performance yes
1: So during the performance, we all noticed that there weren't a lot of outfit changes. Not a lot of dancing was done by Rihanna besides slight movements. And maybe even we all noticed a little bump, but didn't want to judge the bump just in case it was just a little leftover from being postpartum. But then quickly it was all trending on Twitter and they confirmed that she is pregnant with her second baby. And I think
0: having been a mom, you do keep a little mom. Yeah. For leftover, sure. right? For you stretch sure. out for nine months. So we didn't want to assume I was like, yeah, like I had that kind of belly after being what? She was seven, eight, nine months postpartum, the Super Bowl stage at the halftime show. But then when they did confirm that she was pregnant, it was like, oh, okay, that makes way more sense because visually it appeared that way with where the belt of the outfit was hitting. And again, yeah, I was expecting way more costume changes than there actually were and her breasts were really big still but can happen with breastfeeding moms don't get me wrong but the silicone insinuating we were like okay is she still breastfeeding and she maybe she's leaking milk on the stage i don't know but it came out definitely that you know she is in fact pregnant yeah very exciting so yes. what were a couple of things you noticed during the show that as a postpartum mom we treat a lot of postpartum we treat a lot of pregnancy So with the routine itself, maybe some things that we might have noticed or that we've heard around the office of people saying that they noticed with Rihanna's performance.
2: So we noticed how there were certain points of the routine where she would have to take in a deep breath to belt out her beautiful, wonderful notes. And when you're pregnant, growing a a human being, that space becomes less. So really noticing that she had to Really expand the ribs in order to project
1: and get out those wonderful long notes. I'm feeling short of breath. Mm -hmm. What about Uh, balance-wise? Balance-wise, maybe stepping up onto the platform, looked a little wobbly. Maybe needed to work on some hip strengthening there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Still feeling probably some weakness from being postpartum. And also
0: balance wise, growing a human, your base of support is completely different. So your center of gravity is constantly changing. So we were thinking too, like if she were, hopefully she is seeing a public floor physical therapist wherever she's located, because you can do that. And we really recommend it during pregnancy. So some things that we will discuss, like what we would do during pregnancy and maybe even to prep her for Her being pregnant so quickly after just having a baby can make it a little bit harder, probably for her routine, just things being stretched out and haven't had the time to fully build up the strength in the pelvic floor, the hips, full body strengthening, and so on and so forth. But when we have patients in the clinic, what are some things that we look at or work on with our patients?
1: Well, during pregnancy and postpartum period, we always are working on regaining some glute strength because when you're growing a baby, your balance changes and your posture changes and typically we end up with a lot of glute weakness, and core weakness. So, we're always trying to kind of reconnect the core, the glutes, the brain, the pelvic floor, get everybody on the same page. So that would be something <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the breathing goes, especially during pregnancy, we
2: lose some of the space in our abdomen. So really working on like focusing on that rib excursion. So getting the ribs to move out uh, to the sides, but also front to back that helps to really work on that rib mobility. And so we do that with like, obviously when you're pregnant, it's not comfortable to lay on your back. So if you lay on your side and like gently place your hand on the opposite rib. And then work on breathing into that rib cage. So getting that kind of outward motion of the rib to get nice deep breathing. And then postpartum, we don't want to put a ton of pressure through the belly. So again, working on that rib expansion and focusing on sending the air there versus thinking belly getting bigger because we want to protect. And like Michaela was saying, we get that disconnect, um, after having a baby with our deep core muscles, which are so important for stabilizing our spine, help with our pelvic floor strength and kind of just overall health of the body. So avoiding kind of putting a lot of air into the belly, focusing on the rib excursion.
0: So in true Rihanna fashion, like thinking of your breathing happening like an umbrella, Ella, Ella, (laughs) popping it out left to right as your ribs open up. And then as you exhale, all that air comes out, that umbrella is collapsing back down as if like it stopped raining and then popping it back up because it's raining and popping it back down. So I don't know. I always, especially when she sang that song, it was like, oh, yes, exactly how we want the ribs to move during that time. And then I think one area in particular, too, during pregnancy, I feel like people think about mobility or feel like hormones, like the relaxing hormone, is going to create more mobility in our body. But so often we're seeing tension, too, in the pelvic floor and in the hips that may hinder mobility or cause instability, even. So giving, um, I think it's awesome for people to come into pelvic floor so we can actually get an eye on what's happening inside the pelvis, where we're seeing tension, not only in the pelvic floor, how is it contracting and relaxing, but then also hips left and right, where are we seeing tension and tightness and how can we improve that so that they can have a really great delivery. Because so often we do see more tightness on one side than the other, or more in the back than in the front, vice versa. Just, it really depends person to person, but especially when they have another kiddo like Rihanna does, if you're holding that baby on one side of the hip, we're going to see tension built up on one area versus another tension in the back and so forth. So it's, it's really important to see somebody during pregnancy. I feel like we have been trying to tap into the market on that, but it's still so often heard of that we don't see somebody until postpartum. And there's so much that we can improve on before seeing them. Because I know we have even people on our schedules right now that are like, well, I'll see you after I deliver or after I have a C-section. That even with C-sections, if you know you have a scheduled C-section, get in because there are things we can start prepping you for your C-section for that fourth trimester, but then also giving you ideas of like what to do when you're in the hospital. Almost like you're you're packing your pelvic PT in your hospital bag, right? We're going to give you tips and techniques. To do there up in the moment of having the baby and then extremely, extremely right after. Okay. Anything else we want to add with that? I don't think so. What is the number one thing you recommend to the prenatal population to pack in their hospital bag? Mm. Well,
1: besides
0: squatty body. Squatty body. Yes. Why is that such a great item?
1: Because your tissue is just very vulnerable postpartum, and so the more help you can get when the first time you go pee, and especially the first time you go poop, um, you really want your feet in the right position to get optimal stretch of your pelvic floor. You don't want to have to be bearing down, and you don't want to have to be experiencing any more pain than you need to be experiencing. So, and I,
0: I don't know about you guys, but I was like scared to death to yeah. pee or poo. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. after anything was happening down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very terrifying. Anything you recommend?
2: I was going to say squatty-quotty as well. So important. But probably supportive like undergarments for after. You know, there's lots of leaking that happens after, lots of fluid that has been disrupted. So making sure that you have good, and especially like after like C-section or something like that, where you really need to compress and support the abdomen, having those garments to put that in the meantime,
0: until you can get in and see your pelvic floor physical therapist <laughs> is important. So Bayo Bay, B-A-O space B-E-I body has great C-section bloomers and postpartum bloomers. So these are the postpartum underwear that we really like to see versus an abdominal binder. I feel like there's so many variations to abdominal binders that might be too much pressure on the abdomen that the bloomers are a great place to start after having the baby. Can we do abdominal binders? Yes, but talk to somebody before you actually go out and purchase one and they can give great recommendations for that. My recommendation for a C-section mom would be to get a pillow. So for that first postpartum poo, when you have that squatty potty, you can also use the pillow to help support your scar. And then also having the pillow, if you guys are watching a funny movie or your partner's extremely hilarious or goes to funny jokes in when they're nervous, that's a great point to <laughs> support that area. Cause that was something I did not have. And I wish I would have. I remember thinking I busted all my stitches up. So If you have any questions regarding pregnancy or what to pack in your hospital bag besides your pelvic floor PT, please let us know below. Put a comment down. We're more than happy to help. And then check out the links for Squatty Potty, Bayo Bay, and any other ones that we can think of after the show. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining in. We appreciate it. And we appreciate your support. Bye. Go Chiefs. Chiefs. (laughs) Hey, Pelvic Posse, I want to thank you so much for joining into this week's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can I ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you can continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review telling them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health? And then number three, If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all your visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to also watch. Thank you so much again, and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace out, Pelvic Posse.